he can start the trail now. Hello, today I'm going to interview Lauren on her visit to the North Pole. Hello, Aiden. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's happy. It's a happy day here, and I'm so excited to tell you about my trip to the North Pole. I went when I was 12 years old in the spring of 1995, and I traveled with my friend Marley and her dad, Charlie. I've got a question for you. Yes. Which part of the hemisphere were you on when it was spring? The northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere? We were in the northern hemisphere, so we were headed to the North Pole, and we flew from San Francisco to the North Pole with a few stops in between, mostly in Canadian, in Canada, and then um, the place we slept that was most close to the North Pole was a Canadian weather station, and it was 24-hour sunlight, so it was very, very weird, right, because when you're going to bed, the sun is so bright, it's as if it was lunchtime Did you still. ever wake up in the middle of the night but think it was day? Absolutely. So you had to be very careful and make sure that you pulled the blinds on the windows down so that they were they weren't quite blackout shades, but they were very close to it so that it felt darker in your room. Yeah. What was it like? Like, was it weird knowing that it was like grayed out all the time there? It was a little bit strange. It was also funny because, again, we were 12 and we're at this Canadian weather station and the only people that live there are a, you know, a very small number of adults and they're there for research purposes. And here we are kind of coming on this very quick, very um, unique travel experience. So it was very cool. They took us out one night after dinner in kind of like a an ATV type machine type um, mm -hmm. thing, and we got to go explore the tundra and look around and see some animals. We saw, you know, an Arctic fox, and we were looking for caribou and other things, but we didn't get to see as as much wildlife as I would have liked. But you have to think of the tundra as. Um, you know, just this really cool place that goes on and on. Okay, yeah. Was it scary or cool being It was a little bit of both, you know. I was super excited to be there, and I felt so lucky to be one of the youngest people ever to visit the North Pole at that time. And, you know, we were going on behalf of this project called the International Arctic Project that represented students who were doing, you know, online education was new and kind of studying the environment and using AOL and AOL chat to really create a global educational environment. So it felt very cool and exciting to do that. But it was also really scary because you're traveling so far away from your parents, or in my case, you know, my mom and dad were staying at home with my brothers. And um, when we flew there, the you have to, it's a six-hour flight from the Canadian weather station to the North Pole. So you stop three hours in, and you drop fuel that you will pick up on your return trip. And then when we got to the North Pole, we were told that there was a storm moving in, so we weren't going to be able to stay as long as we wanted. 
And we also had to be very careful. So they left one of the engines of the plane running so that if something froze, at least we could move the plane. And then we also had to park in a specific spot and be very mindful of where we walked because if the ice cracked, there could be a, a crack that would prevent us from being able to get back to the airplane. And then we could be you know, stuck there until the storm passed or something. So, you know, it was incredibly exciting, but also some things to be really mindful of. So um, earlier you said it was kind of weird to be in somewhere where it was all the time right. Which do you think would be scarier or weirder? All when it's all dark? Or when it's all bright? I guess for me, I think 24 hour darkness would have been even weirder just because my body would have a harder time adjusting um, and I really like the sun. Um, so I think 24 hour sun for me is a little easier because you can use things like shades or you can put a face mask on or things to kind of make and it's also it feel good darker. for energy. It's good for energy, time. right? So I, I, I definitely think that 24 hour sun is better. What did the North Pole look like? Well, great question. So many people don't realize this, but the North Pole is not a continent because it's not land. So there's no pole. You know, at the South Pole, there's an actual pole, but at the North Pole, there can't be, because if you put a pole in some ice and then the ice moves, it's no longer the North Pole. So um, the best way to describe the North Pole is it is a desert of ice with a little bit of snow on it. And there can be cracks, there can be mountains, like not big mountains, but kind of peaks of ice where, you know, ice sheets have collided. Um, but it's really kind of like a desert would be, but instead of sand, it's ice. Did you ever have, did you ever see some ice like crash into each other? Unfortunately, I did not. And I think it's because it doesn't move that fast. You know, when things up there move because the sheets of ice are so big, things either collide or break apart at such a pace that it kind of is like little by little by little and then it creaks apart versus like just a big break or something like that. What, um, did you ever get to ski or was it, did you snowshoe or ski in places? So I didn't get to do any of that at the North Pole. Um, I think snowshoe probably would have been a good idea, but I had muckluck boots on, which were boots that went all the way up to my knees and they kind of like wrapped, or there was a, like a ribbon that wrapped around it to kind of hold it, but it was, it was leather, were not a ribbon. Were special for like ice? They were. They special sole. Yeah, so the sole was a special like rubber plastic that really helped stick to the ice and so it provided gripping, but it wasn't, as aggressive a sole as you know a hiking boot or anything um but they were very warm and you wore these thick kind of wool socks underneath um so that was really really great um but one thing to note is that the international team of explorers that marley and i were meeting were traveling from russia to canada via the north pole so we met them there around earth day 1995 but the first part of their trip was via dog sled. So when we saw them, they still had the dogs. And then the second part of their trip, they were going to do by um, 
dog sled and canoe sled. So they were going to get rid of the dogs. The dogs would be flown out and they would ski with the canoes um, or, you know, actually row the canoes when they had to the rest of the journey. So there was definitely a lot of skiing, more like cross-country skiing happening, but I didn't get to participate in any. What do you mean by, like, throw the dogs? Does that mean, like, set them free or...? No, the dogs would have been picked up to go home so the dogs could remain safe. But, you know, it would be hard for them to canoe with that many dogs day after day and keep, you know, keep all the dogs safe. What are the dogs likely to so? They're big huskies. They're friendly, fun, hardworking dogs. They're in teams. You know, each sled had kind of a team of dogs, and there's definitely a lot of training that went in, and so the dogs knew what their role was. But, you know, just like you and I would play with a dog in the yard, if you were to go play with them, they were very friendly and very lovable and, and furry. So. Mm -hmm. Was there, did you see any polar bears or snow foxes. And what was the coolest creature you saw? Well, you know, I didn't get to see any polar bears because there just weren't any around. Um, we only got to see the Arctic fox um, when we were at that Canadian weather station. So I didn't get to see very much wildlife. But, um, you know, I'd like to go to the South Pole. So, you know, if you're up for an adventure, we could take the cruise to the South Pole because I hear they've got a lot of wildlife there, in particular penguins I'd like to see. Um, um, were there any questions that you, anything you wanted to share that I did not ask you? You know... I think you asked great questions, so I think I was able to share a lot. But I think, you know, I would just like to remind people that we have to take care of the Earth. You know, um, when we think about the ice melting and the fact that the North Pole could disappear if it gets too warm and the ice melts, you know, we A, that would be very sad, right? This historical, natural, um, you know, resource would be gone but also we don't know what the effects of that would be on wildlife or even you know the rest of the world when that much water kind of dilutes down what happens what would happen to the animals who swim up there um so just you know be mindful and be good to mother earth thank you thank you for inviting me <laughs>